Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timbernook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, last time, eh, maybe not last time recorded, but in our last batch of episodes, you mentioned you want to, wanted to circle back to recess and specifically the, the amount of time children have for recess in schools and how that affects their development. So let's jump into that and see where, see where this leads us. Okay, that sounds good. So... I hear where we live in New Hampshire, it's very standard to have about a 20 minute recess session. And I know from speaking engagements that that's pretty standard, at least in America. Um, and some places they have, you know, 10 minute or 15 minutes. Some, some people are lucky to have half an hour sessions, but they're still pretty short. And it's actually an issue for a number of reasons. Well, yeah, here locally, we volunteered. I think I mentioned it in one of the other episodes. We, my wife and I volunteered in a, a local kindergarten, and their afternoon recess was about eight minutes from the time the bell rang to the time they were supposed to come in. And that include, included getting your jackets and boots and whatever on. And so yeah. it is, I mean, why even bother at that at that point, um, and what the, what the kindergarten teacher we worked with would do since it was afternoon is she would linger and make it as long as possible so she could give the kids as much time as as she could without getting herself called on the carpet by the principal. So what what is what is broke about short recesses? Um, so the one thing that um, that we need to think about is in twenty minutes. First of all, you don't have time to jump into a, a, a deep play scheme. You really, it takes time to figure out what am I going to play? Who am I going to play with? And then to actually uh, dive into that play scheme and to act it out. And so we interviewed children about three years ago about their recess session and what they thought about it. And what we were hearing is we, we get to the, just get to the good part and the bell rings. So they never even get to execute their ideas, which is, um, which is a problem for, you know, creativity and executive functioning. Like first you need to initiate the idea, but then you need to practice those ideas. And so they're not getting, they're also not getting that um, social skill development that they need, you know, um, playing with other children and cooperating with other kids. Oh, my dog is barking. <laughs> I, I, I think mine hears it. Mine's laying, one of mine is laying on the, on the floor behind me. Um, dog needs some recess. We're, I'm going out for dog recess as soon as we're recording. Um, you know, this, I hadn't thought about this in years, but I remember vividly now getting in trouble in elementary school, sometimes pre-recess, because we would be quietly trying to make recess plans in that 10 or 20 minutes before recess, you know, trying to, trying to pick teams for, for kickball before we got outside so we could get right into the game. And that's back in the day when we had over half an hour recesses. So I can imagine how, how kids struggle today with, with those situations. Right. Yeah. And there's the other um, really important one is that they never have time to. Um, so first of all, let's imagine kids sitting for most of the day, because that's pretty typical now. I think our um, current research um, that um, I was looking at was children are sitting about nine hours a day on average in America. So in a seat for nine hours a day. Um, and so if they're um, sitting in their seat for 
a good portion of the day and they're feeling antsy, right? So they're, mm -hmm. you know, and then you let them out outdoors. The first thing that actually happens is that um, their activity level goes up. So when they first start moving, um, they, they get even more hyper, I guess, is a good way to think about it. And then it takes a good um, about 45 minutes for that activity level to come back down again and for them to regulate and be grounded and ready to learn. So if you let them out and you say in 20 minutes, you know, come in, what's happening is the kids are now off the wall mm -hmm. and going back into the classroom more disruptive than before. And a lot of teachers, what are ha what's happening is they're resorting to dimming the lights, let's play calming music, let's do some special stretches, um, all to get them in the state of being able to pay attention again. But all that also takes time. Um, so if we, had, we allow for 45 minutes to an hour, not only will children be able to dive deep into these play schemes they so desperately need, but they would also be regulated and ready to learn again. And we wouldn't have to do all these special transitions and prepare children for learning again. So let me run something by you. I just thought of Angela. How about instead? How about we get rid of recess altogether, and then we put each child in some sort of sensory, sensory deprivation tank? You know, they're floating in the salt water, and they've got, and, it, and it's all dark. They've got blinders on, and we just put earbuds in them, and then we just pump what we want into their heads. And then you know, after their six or eight hours in school, we we let them out. We give them a towel to dry off, and then send them home. Would that would would that be good? That's depressing. <laughs> that's even more depressing. Than but but for, some, for some kids, that seems, I mean, for some kids, I think that's kind of, kind of how they feel. How, I mean, when they're, when they're sitting and have to keep themselves regulated all day long, they feel like they're coming out of a, a deprivation tank when they, when they finally get outside and feel the warm sunshine on their face. Right. Well, and the other thing that's happening is these children that really need to move more. I mean, especially think of four-year-olds, four and five-year-olds, where they're, they're having to sit for hours at a time, and then they get, um, you know, a yellow smiley face because they were too fidgety. And so they think it's a behavioral issue, and they keep going home with those same yellow smiley faces. And it starts to play on their confidence, too, that something's not right with me. Um, yeah, yeah, because they internalize that, and and that I mean that turns into a kind of negative cycle that that impacts what their classroom experience is like as well. Yeah, definitely. And so, the prescription is longer recesses. Yeah, we really need to um, allow for more playtime um, and more movement opportunities. So, forty-five minutes to an hour is what we recommend for a recess session in order for children to be ready to learn again, but also for them to have those experiences you can't replicate in a classroom setting. You know, those more advanced um, social skills, leadership skills, um, and actually practicing emotional regulation. You have to play and practice that through play. In yeah, that, order that's to kind develop. of a real time thing. That's not something you sit down and, and learn about in a lecture. You can't role play that. <laughs> so let's come back in another episode and dig into those things a little bit more and, and maybe maybe see where we go with, with more recess talk because I think we could also get into, into the equipment that's available and surfacing and all that kind of stuff. Um, Let's call this let's call this an episode, Angela. This has been Timbernook Tips. You can find uh, find Angela. You just go to timbernook.com is the best place to find you, right? 
Yes. And uh, you can find me at playvolutionhq.com where the show lives. You can find, I think the show, we've got the show up on Spotify. It's all over the, the, the Apple, the Apple podcast app and, uh, and every place else you can find podcasts. So if you dig the show, it'd be a real big help if you could, could share it with somebody who you think might also dig the show. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash timbernook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq. Or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.